Hi guys, welcome to a brand new series of Your Mind, Your Body, the podcast series aimed at helping individuals improve their well-being, whether that's physically, mentally or emotionally. Today today I'm delighted to be sat here with Ray and Stuart, who are keen to chat about man chat and the great work this group is doing. So let's start this uh, episode off by hearing from the guys and find out a little bit more about them. So we'll speak to Ray first. Ray, do you want to say hi to the guys and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hola, gentlemen. My name is uh, Ray Thompson. I'm a stand-up comedian, and uh, I'm also the founder of Manchat, so I started it all off a couple of years back. Perfect. Excellent. And Stuart? Hey, hi, folks. I'm Stuart. Um, I work for the council. I've been attending Manchat now since pretty much the beginning, a couple of years ago. Um, and Mitch asked me to come along and just have a wee talk about it, and here I am. Brand new, brilliant stuff like uh and like uh, Stuart just said there, three of us have been speaking and thought this would, it would make a good podcast episode to, to come together and have a discussion about man chat and help raise a bit of awareness about the group, find out a little bit more uh, from Ray about what the group's about, what its goals and aims are, and Stuart's kindly here to, to tell us a little bit uh, about how he became involved with the group and, and how it's helped him. So Ray, do you want to tell us, you said you, you created the group you know, when when did the group come about and how did it all come about? So it all started back June 2019. Was it 2019 or was it 2020? Ah, 2019. Started in June 2019, yeah. And right. um, it started because, you know what, I was I, I was I was going through a pretty difficult time myself. I tried to commit suicide. Right. And afterwards, I realised quite quickly that there wasn't much support out there that was kind of aimed at me. Uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm no, like I wouldn't have said I'm the, the toughest guy in the world, but I'm a, I'm a pretty blokey bloke. Yeah. And you know, I went to my doctor's and he said it'd be six months until I see a therapist, and I just thought, you know, God, that's a long time, and I've just, you know, I've been through quite a, quite uh-huh. a, quite a, quite a t- difficult experience. So I went along to a, 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 it was a film screening I went to about a thing called We Need to Talk About Male Suicide, and I was the only guy there, and I just thought, right. This is a film about male suicide. Why am I the only dude here? Aye. And I thought, maybe it's because, and I looked into the advertising of it. I've always had like a sort of background in advertising and PR because I have to PR and promote my own gigs. Okay. And I looked into the sort of marketing and PR around mental health, and this, especially the male side of things, and I thought, you know what? No wonder men don't speak about it because it, it just doesn't look appealing. Aye, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't look like, it, like it's four blokes, you know? So, you know, I designed like a little logo, the fist bump, and it was all kind of like black and white, and t- so I like, tried to keep it almost like brew-doggish in its kind of appeal. Oh, oh yeah. And, and, then, and then we started the Facebook page, and the Facebook page was swear like troopers and just <laughs> speak like normal dudes do. Aye. And before I knew it, <laughs> it spiralled. <laughs> it spiralled quickly, uh, and the Facebook page gathered quite a lot of traction. Uh, our first meeting, we only had five. Five guys okay. at our first meeting, and then the second one we had something like I don't know twenty two, oh, and then months on from then we had well, there was like I remember one meeting there was like sixty six guys just packed into this tiny little. I think we were upstairs in an old a bar O'Neill's in Aberdeen, and we were packed oh, into this little are. place, and it was I was like, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> one of those one of those moments like, so yeah, we were in O'Neill's in Aberdeen, and there was like sixty six guys crammed into this room, and that's when I really thought to myself, you know, what have I done? Uh, I've taken on too much maybe I'm still trying to deal with my own issues but realistically all I wanted to do was bring attention to the fact that 75% of all suicides are male and in the northeast of Scotland it's still we're still for for population the amount of people that live in this area suicide rates are really high Aye. 
And then, you know, if we can combat that by getting people talking, using sort of colloquial language and sort of blokey language and you know, blokey advertising and that, we can get guys speaking that way. I'm all for it. And yeah, it's been, it's been, it's grown arms and legs during lockdown. We became a messaging service and people could just, you know, mail in any day, oh, yeah. any day they wanted. And I think we had over 8,000 people contact us during lockdown just for support. Jeez, uh, a lot. Uh, yeah, and now we're all, back. Sorry, again. interrupt you. Is he at 8,000? Is that all local? Or is that yeah, now we've reached no, that's all, Well, no. Well, see, that's the thing with Facebook. It can be anybody in the world. So we did yeah. have people from, like, Australia and New York and stuff mailing in, being like, oh, I could be done with chatting to somebody. And I was like, well, I hope you understand, Doric. It's the new year. It's a huge number, is it? It was difficult going. I had to take on 12 volunteers to sort of help out with the messages, messages and stuff. But now we're back. Lockdown's kind of done, hopefully forever. Right. And we're back to our meetings. And I did think when I started the meetings back up again, it would maybe be a bit quiet. You know, we kind of built up quite a lot of steam during when we first started yeah I thought that would be gone but no right enough the meetings have came back and they're back and we've got i don't know somewhere in the realms of 20 new people have came along to the meetings i sure was telling us beforehand like uh, yeah, got... a lot of new guys and we've got quite a, quite a few of the older guys have came back as well which is great Aye. and yeah that's what it's all about it's all about just getting guys together having a chat about mental health you know if they've got issues they can share it with guys in the group that understand what what they're going through and where's it going? I don't, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's only two years old, so you know it's 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 a never adapting thing. We're not sort of as a charity, so we can be quite, we can be quite, um, we can be quite fluid. Sorry, we, I, we do. Did you say that you are set up as a charity now? Are you? No, we're not. We're You're not. not no, right. no, no. I, do, I don't want to be. No. Uh, we, we do self funding, so okay. so like we sell products and hand sanitizer and. We do little events and stuff like that just to kind of keep the ball rolling. And, and that so works. all your own money, like uh... yeah. You don't need you don't you don't need a great lot of money to help people. I don't I don't see why money is important to uh, people. Because people are looking to people are looking to talk, are they? Ah, exactly. That's what they're wanting. Like uh, they're just wanting exactly. to to speak speak or listen to mm-hmm. other guys with similar. Well, like, the perfect thing is we've is got it? a guy on we've got a guy on this podcast today, Aye. Stuart, who originally came along to speak but now i feel like stuart's role now is more to come along and be like a mediator at the meetings and he he's really helpful with the with the new guys that come in he's such a calm person to speak to so i'll pass you on to stuart and he I can stuart, tell you a bit about his experience i sure you were saying before we came on today and right at the start of this so you started going along to the man chart for yourself I, yeah I, I, I started going along july two years ago um i've i've suffered from mental health issues for, for quite a while on and off and it's something that I've always been very open about because I work on a basis that if I can let people see that you know you can have mental health issues but it doesn't mean to say you sit and howl at the moon in a full moon or whatever you you can still look and function normally mm-hmm. and if I can break down stigma then that's brilliant if I let one person see oh I could maybe go and speak to him or speak to somebody then that's great Aye. so um one of my mates was going through a tough time and i was going through a tough time so i'd say to him like come on let's hear about this man chat let's go and give it a go and see if it's any help to us yeah and um he came for a few meetings and then he decided it he was okay he, he was feeling better so that's fine i continued coming along and as ray said as, as time's gone on it, it's been a great help to me and i'm under no illusion if it wasn't for Manchester, I wouldn't be here, and I'm quite open about that. All right. Um, okay. So, 
and I'm not the only person who goes to the meetings who can say that, hands and heart. Um, but as, as time goes on, I, I got myself more sorted. I'm, I'm more stable again. Still have the odd blip, but who doesn't? That's right, human nature. Yeah. Everybody has good days and bad days. Um, but I take a lot now out of, as Ray says, helping the, the other guys there. It's a phrase I hate, but yet I think is very apt, is Band of Brothers. Mm-hmm. And I, I used to laugh and cringe almost when I heard that phrase, but it's not until you've been to somewhere like this and you build that really, really strong bond and a lot of times very, very quickly with folk because you're totally understanding what they've been through or how they're feeling mm-hmm. on a level that you can only get if you've been there yourself. Aye. And I think there's a lot of empathising with each other and, and realising, you know, yeah, I can't, you don't need to speak, I know how you feel. And I take a lot on a personal level out of helping and seeing others see their shoulders lift, their eyes start to light up again, their spark come back a wee bit. And that may take, you know, for some folk it could just be a couple of meetings, for other folk it may be months. But it it just, it gives me such a buzz and and such a lift. And it's, you know, when you you sit down, we come to the meetings in an evening and Ray does his spiel at the start to explain to everybody and to all the new folk and that have come in, what it's all about and how yeah. we, we operate. And then we'll break up into smaller groups and real split us up so we've got a mix of new guys and older guys in the in the, the groups. And then we just sit down and basically it's it's an open table. We'll, we'll, we'll get around everybody getting a chance to speak if they want to speak, but nobody's forced to speak. Nobody's forced to say anything if they don't want to. If they just want to sit and absorb and just listen and just feel, I can breathe out. I don't know how this blooming mask on. Just now I can just be me. And if there's tears, there's tears. So be it. Nobody cares. Nobody judges. Aye. There's there's no preconception. There's no judging. Everybody's issue, everybody's problems are equal. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter whether the euro fifty pound to somebody or fifty grand to somebody. It's important to you. That's what's bothering you. Yeah. That's what we're here to help you with. Um, and I do take a lot on that personal level. And it's been great since we came back. Um, so four weeks we've been back now, Ray. Four weeks now, yeah, four weeks, definitely. Um, And there's a guy came along the first week who sat down at my table, who's been at my table, and I've kept in touch with him since, you know, as I tend to do. Yeah. It's almost like I'm a mother hen, you know, I like to keep in touch with my my boys, as it sounds. That sounds really dodgy. No, you just like to, you know, if you you can't keep in touch with them through the week, just a a, a quick, you know, now and then, how you doing, you know, how did you get on last night, did you feel it was worth coming and all the rest of it? And this guy, obviously, you know, no names and that, but I let Ray see the messages I got for him the other day with his permission, basically saying, it's the best thing I ever did coming along. I came along not knowing what to expect. I thought it was going to be sitting in a big group, which I'm not comfy with. But when I realised it was in little groups and I could speak if I wanted to, but I wasn't being forced to. So I didn't have to explain anything because you all understood exactly where I was and where I was coming from, where I had that I didn't know how to say what I wanted to say because I didn't know what was in my head in the first place. He says, this is the best thing I ever did. And then he took another friend along with him the following week um, who also said it was the best thing he's done. He said it just helped him no end, even just that one meeting. And that's the kind of thing, isn't it, Ray, that just, you, you, you can't buy that. It's just... No, you're right, yeah. It, uh, it's the little things like that. You, you realise you've made a difference to somebody's life. Uh, that makes you exactly. Really like, like, you know, it's, 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 it's one of these weird things, because, like, the meeting, 
Because I, I see the guys come in since day one, since I started it, they always come down, the heads down, the eyes are at the floor, and they're like, what? And I can tell, I can yeah. tell just what's going on in their head. They're thinking, flip, am I doing here? Oh, and uh, but within about five minutes, because normally I, I'm a stand up comedian, I know that laughter can really help a room full of people. Uh, any anxiety that's in that room, as soon as everybody starts laughing, yeah. All your sort of anxieties and fears and that go away when you realise that you're in the same boat as everybody else. So the first thing we do is normally just ripping the piss out of everybody. Yeah, and right, right, right. Like, uh... yeah it's, and, and it almost starts off kind of like a comedy gig, but then I'll ask, I always ask the question, how many people here have thought about trying to commit suicide? And when all the hands go up and it's like more than three quarters of the room or whatever, that's when you see the guys, new guys go, hold on a minute, all these guys as well. I had on. Wait a minute, and that's when I have that realization that you know what I'm not. I'm not necessarily going to be on my own here today. I can. Oh, I can no. actually maybe speak to these guys. And, and like Stuart says, yeah, seeing guys just kind of go from one meeting walking out, going, yeah, I'll maybe sleep tonight because <laughs> they've got they've got something stuff off that's their massive, chest. Is it like uh, that's massive? Yeah. Like uh, and then like you're saying, touching base with them, you know, a text message or a phone call during the week as well. That'll be going to going a long way to helping me. Helping yeah. them, like you know what I mean, just showing, showing them that somebody's thinking of them in care, you know, and just thinking somebody of them. cares. Yeah, Aye, somebody like cares. Or, well, just go such a long way to help help these guys. Um, I was going to ask. So, if somebody what to come along for the first time, what do they, what do they need to do? Can they just turn up, or do they need? You to... can just turn up, yeah. But I mean, well, I always advise that people just ping us a little mail, so I kind of know who's coming first Aye. place. So the Facebook page, we've got the messenger, just Facebook messenger. Okay. Uh, and they could just fire us a mail. And then what I normally do then is I'll hit a chat with them first. All right, yeah. to get like an idea who they are and like, you know, what's going on and whatnot. Uh, and then, and also kind of start doing their preconceived ideas of like what that means going to be. Because I think they, I think by and large, a lot of men think it's guys sitting rooms singing Kumbaya and holding hands and crying <laughs> and that. And it's, it's nothing like that at all. You know, it's nothing, it's nothing like that. It's, it's no, it's like three blind mice, not kumbaya. Ah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's when I tell them we get naked at the end of every week, Ken. That's what just puts a fear in them. But no, please uh, remove that bit. Nah, <laughs> nah no. <laughs> Keep naked phone gets the man chat secret. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's Fight Club. It's Fight Club, isn't it? It's Fight Club for yeah. people with mental health problems and. Uh, or just life problems and and having that little space there, and we avoid using words like safe space and that. I always avoid that because that. See, when I hear those words, it makes Aye. me my skin crawl. I'm like, oh god, I, I wouldn't <laughs> want to go to something like that. I wouldn't want to go. To, the, the, yeah, I, I, I that saying, was the thing that put me off. You don't like the, the word safe space. Or something. I, I hate, I hate also, I hate stuff like that. I really hate it, and I hate that there's trigger warnings and like stuff like that. If you kind of just say what's on your mind, then you're never going to say what's on your mind. So like. When the boys come to meetings, I'm just like, don't worry about that. Just be yourself. Speak Aye. a lot. You want to swear like a trooper, swear like a trooper. Who gives a shit? We're here to try and sort your problems. No, make you like eloquent. Aye, you know what yeah. I mean? It's not, it's not about safe space. Like the term safe space and some of the terminologies that get thrown around in mental health, it's it's off putting. Like, I find it off putting. I find it sometimes a bit to be yeah, like a it could, bit. It could well be off putting to some, could it? Like, and people yeah, just need yeah. the reassurance. Wait a minute, just come along. Say what you want right. to say. Say how you want to say it. Totally. You, know, you know what I mean? And nobody will bat an eyelid. You know what I mean? This is no, a space. Totally. It's a place to come where you can 100% be yourself and say what you want to say and how you say right. it. Like, uh, exactly. That's it, exactly. Right, exactly. But I knew. Like, uh, um, I do think you're right there, actually. I think 
some of the terminology does put a lot of people off, like, uh, um, you know, the words that you hear, safe space and all that kind of stuff, like, it, it can create further anxiety for a lot of folk, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, when... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. connotations. Uh... Yeah, ah, exactly. Because, like, like, like the, most of the guys that are in the room, like, I'm, I mean, I've had some training on suicide first aid and mm-hmm. mental health first aid in, and, I'm, you know, I'm studying all the time, and, I mean, you know, because this has become like a real labour of love for me. You know? no, I, I started this because I was in a bad place. I was just about to say, but you started this when they train in the Hannah. You started, no, like, like you said on this chat today, you were in a bad place. Like, uh, yeah, and now, yeah. like you say, it's a labour of love. And... Yeah. Well, it's a labour of love, or is it just a labour? I don't know. It's one of the two. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, like, I was, I was like, proper, like, I'd gone through the mellow, like, I'd lost my mum. And then I was I was drinking and taking drugs like so much, and it was really like my life was just and ruins. Oh, and I tried to commit suicide, and obviously I failed. Thankfully, if there's one thing I'm bad at, suicide. <laughs> uh, and yeah, if it wasn't for that that experience of going through that, I, I don't know. Like I don't know. It's it's one of these things. And I started Manchat three weeks after I did that, so it was I obviously. I went from one side to another quite quickly. Yeah. And it was a lot to take on. But like Stuart said, see some of the messages I've had from people over the last two years and see some of the guys that I've seen turn it around. Like, I won't say no names. We've got one guy lost a heap of weight and now he's started his own oh, business and he's got his he's kids come along. Yeah. Yeah, we've got we another young guy who was I had to go visit him in Aberdeen Hospital after a suicide attempt and went to see him and, you know, since then he's opened up his own business again out in Bantry and he's doing really well for himself. Oh, you know, just seeing guys just turn it around, just turn nah, it around. Exactly like, uh... And you're never, you're never going to catch everyone. You're never going no. to catch everyone, but that's not my responsibility because if I thought like that, I'd probably be back in a box, you know, but, Aye. Um, but just seeing, like, just if you can just help one person. Exactly yeah. like, and let's totally. say, and totally. it can help reduce the stigma around mental health and guys, like, uh, and like say you can help you know, just one person along the way, then it's working. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, well, you mentioned the up. stigma there. The stigma, the stigma for male mental health is that mental health's like a namby pamby ladies thing, and like, you know, it's and this is this is why we can kind of come back to the terminologies and stuff. I, I, I'm not trying to like say that the old way doesn't work, but yeah. there's there's more than one way to skin a cat, as they say. All right. So, yep. and I just figured, you know, if we're going to bring the stigma down. Why don't we just make, because I think that when you hear, if, if I say to people, give me three words you associate with mental health, they always say depression, anxiety, and suicide. Aye. And if I say to them, give me three words that you associate with physical health, they always go, running, going to the gym, eating healthy. Why yeah. is it? Why is there so much positive connotations towards physical health? But when as soon as you say mental health, it's just a negative connotation. All right. We why, have, it, why are people not saying mindfulness and walking and you know meditating or speaking and stuff like that? Why is that? Why are we not saying positive things with mental health? Because everybody's got mental health. You cannot get away from that. It is no, there. you cannot. Like uh... it is there. It's intrinsic. <laughs> you can't get away from it. Uh, everybody says, "Oh, and I believe in us mental health." Right? Well, well, best of luck to you, Paul, because you've got it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, uh, so yeah. So we're, I'm just trying using the social media side of things. I'm trying to just kind of bridge that gap between your common man who sits and drinks in the pub and Tory or Maastricht and Aye. likes a Saturday night out and likes a football and sort of like bringing that and sort of mashing the two together, mental health and the common man, how do you how do you find that common ground and 
I think we're doing all right. Oh, it, so sounds, far. it sounds like you're doing brilliant, in all honesty, Ray. Like, uh, um, I think it speaks for itself the fact that you've got so many new uh, members and such a following online. Uh, yeah. speaks speaks volumes. You know, 66 people coming along. You're already up 20 new people coming along. You've only started up four weeks ago. You know, thousands yeah. of people getting in touch on Messenger. Shows, you know, it is working. You know, your method and approach to it is working. Like, uh, so yeah, but all yeah. you know, like keep it going. You made a point there. You know, about three words associated with physical health and three words. Yeah. Health. We do that, or I do that as part of a workshop I deliver, and it's still yeah. it's still the same. You, I mentioned physical health, and it's half positive words people come with, like, uh, you know, um, they talk about being active and running and eating well. And then when I say, like, let's talk a little bit about mental health, people come away with words like depression, anxiety. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I'll be honest, it's now starting to change a little bit, where more positive words are being introduced. Um, Good. And people are and people are seeing it as that Abdi's got mental health, you know, it's like you said, we've all got it, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. um, but I have just an interesting point you made there and I wanted to, to share that with you, like that I've noticed yeah. a small change. And that's just within Aberdeenshire Council employees, like, because uh, that's who I deliver that workshop to, like, uh, so, like you say, it's, it's a long game, is it? Like, uh, we've just got... It's a, it's a very long game. Aye. It's an extremely long game. That's one, that's one of the things I always try and get across at the meetings as well. We get guys come along and they've got maybe got life problems because there's a difference between life problems and mental health problems. Mm-hmm. Big difference because a lot of people think that they've got depression. Do they have depression or are they in reams of debt? Aye. So if you clear the debt, would the depression still be there? It's one of those things you've got to tackle. You've got to tackle things on both fronts. Like that's yeah. why at the meetings we also offer up like we'll have a nutritionist come in. Oh dear. We've had family lawyers come in. We've had financial experts come in. And these guys come in and they sit and speak to the guys for half an hour. Because if you can tackle life's little problems, because sometimes that's what it is with a man, it's yeah, a pride aye. thing. And I try oh, to hide oh, all yeah. that. Okay, I've got heaps of debt and I'm gambling too much. And you tackle that issue, then you tackle, then you can build on the mental health from that side. But your mental health will never improve if you're no tackling life's little problems. Yeah, aye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really good. And they kind of did that, like, uh, got in. Yeah. We did it in the first lot of meetings before lockdown. And now we're just, because we're just starting back up, I'm just the way to start booking in all the speakers and stuff like that yeah Aye. no it's a brilliant thing to do like because uh, like you're saying like uh you can't and, light problems and that can go some way to helping can it uh, so, I mean, something that ray's not mentioned but he's he's building up on as well as we're, we're starting a kind of social side of things as well right. I mean, a, a big thing of the group is that you you form your own wee social bubbles friendships within the group and that and like i say you know you've got folk you'll maybe touch base with through the week i've got other mates who i've met through there who are I could possibly say mates for life, you know, you've got that bond, really good mates. But a couple of weeks' time, um, Ray's organised a, a Benahy hike, all just right. to get us all out together and whatnot, yeah. and just get a bit of fresh air exercise, get that good feeling going, that and brilliant, probably like. we're backside by the time we get to the top and look for the oxygen tent. <laughs> Have you done it recently? <laughs> Have you walked up Benahy any time in the last year or anything? I was up about a year ago and I was breathing through my backside. I liked it talk. last weekend for the first time in about a year. And I tell you, I think that hill's grown like. Oh, well. <laughs> I, was, I was going up. And I, Mars. <laughs> I, I thought I'm a reasonably fit guy. I mean, I've done it, you know, I'll, I'll cycle 50, 70 mile and you think twice about it. I'm being a he, good God. Oh, I was going up with my mate who does it pretty much weekly. He's up like a blooming gazelle. There's all these kids passing us like they're not even <laughs> being sweat. And I get to the top and I thought I was dead. I thought, 
I was going to be sick. Aye, well, you're <laughs> not the only one in. Like, because we went up last weekend, and I was pecking like. A... <laughs> I went up with I went up with a, I went up with a Paul Miser referee, and he's quite in good shape and good to top. Right. I had to take him a, you're, you're obligatory paying a he selfie, just because I'm saying you've done it. Aye. And I was like, I put it on my, I put it on my Facebook. I was like. Dad, let these kids fool you. Nobody looks that good at them. I've been here to put a photo of me dripping sweat, my face is bright red. <laughs> it's like, that's just what you really look like. None of this filter nonsense. There's no glamour like, here. Eh? No, there's no glamour at all. Like, uh, I, was, I didn't have any water left by the time I got to talk because I'd poured out my head getting up. Well, I'm organised. I think I've got a running park with a big bladder in the back, so I think I'm just going to fill that with energy stuff and I'll keep my going. Take plenty of water. I tell you, if somebody opened a tuck shop up there, they'd do a rare and trade like it, because I would have... I always to walk up there every day to work the blooming shop. Oh, okay, yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe not, eh? Uh, no. no, but that's brilliant. No, but like Stuart says, the social side of things, like... That's something that I looked at before, but because lockdown came and just sidelined everything. Kind of sidelined it all. Like sitting in a meeting and chatting is all good and well, but getting out and kind of living your life and feel like, and that's the thing, none of the guys have to pay for nothing. Aye. Everything's covered, so like the bus and the, the food, oh, if they want to have snack and some juice and stuff like that, that's all in the house because, like I say, money worries is a big thing for a lot of guys. So yeah, they maybe feel if they had to pay for it, they may be like, well, I should just remove that body area. Yeah. Aye, I can't afford it. Whereas if everybody's just on the same level playing field, yeah. and we're all going for a walk, and you'd have to pay for nothing, even the folk that have got money don't have to pay for nothing, then it might encourage somebody that is like you know hiding away from life's little experiences and climbing hills and getting out. It might encourage somebody that's not doing those things to go right. Well, since everybody else is going, I'll go along as well. Yeah, just okay. get that guy out that house for that day, and you don't know what ah, that'll exactly, happen. exactly like a bit of nature, whether it's sun, sun yeah. raining, doesn't matter. Like uh, just. Oh, I came yeah. my luck, it'll be raining. Oh, absolutely <laughs> oh, not, indeed. Welcome back with strange food. I'm under no illusions with that. This is Aberdeenshire. I've got the paddleboard, the paddleboard and everything coming up. That'll be interesting to see the guys drowning. Oh, man, that sounds brilliant. Like, but I think that's it. I think that's really good, though, uh, you're thinking you know, further afield and doing these sort of things, because I'm sure there are guys in the group that do stay quiet. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and this, when they're out walking up the hill, just chatting away, they might open up a bit more than I like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, totally. that trust will build with others as well. Like, uh, so it's sounds uh, sounds really good. Like, uh, it, it was great to see the other night when Ray put up the sign up sheet for Benahee, and it just suddenly there's this huge influx to the table. You know, it was great. It was like this is brilliant. This is uh, what I we want to see, see. It, like, uh, folk having yeah. the confidence to come along to something like that. Having, as we said, have you walked in? I mean, Ray has got the ability to stand outside the building and spot somebody at twenty yards that's wanted yeah, right. to come in, but hadn't quite found the guts to come in. Aye. And he'll just reach out and grab them basically with the collar and say, "Right, come on, you get inside." <laughs> I'm not just going to roping people off the street. You come in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, know, I mean it, it takes a lot of courage, does it, to come along initially? Like, oh, uh, yeah. I, I, thing, I think sometimes we guys, what they'll do is we've got one guy walk past the door three times. Sometimes his head was down on the floor and he was just like shuffling his feet. And I was watching him. And I was like, I know where he got like inside my head. I'm going, I know where he's going. I know he wants to come. So yeah. I, just, I just chased him up the street. And I was like, Tran. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, come on, get your arse in here. And he went, oh, and I was like, just get in. I <laughs> shoved him in the door. And he turned around at the end of the first meeting. He turned around and said, this is a load of shite. How's this supposed to help me? Okay. Right. And I was like, I says, hey, mate, it's maybe not for you, but it might be for somebody. So. Take it, did he come back next week and see how you get on? 
Now, that man's barely missed a single meeting since. There you go, like uh... When he first came out and he's lost a heap of weight, he, he was unemployed, he's got a job now, he's, he gets to spend time with his kids that he never got to spend time with before, and he's kind of on a straight and narrow again. Aye, there and you go, Sometimes like, so... you just, people need a little push. Exactly, like, I was just saying, mm-hmm. but it takes a lot of courage to say to oh, themselves, yeah. I'm coming, I'm going to go to that night, then they get in the bus or they walk doing, then they get outside the door, and then they're like, I can't go in there, I can't go in there. Just like your boy, yeah, walking back and Aye. forth, and yeah. you're, you're pulling them in like, uh, would you have ever came in, you know what I mean? Like, I stand at the front door and just give him a, okay, I'll just give him a hug and say, for like, man. <laughs> just like, just I thought like, that's brilliant, that, because if, it, if there was nobody there, you know. Nah, you, wouldn't even, you wouldn't even go. Aye, that boy would not have came in, would he? If you nah, were there, he would just kept walking past. And then how many yeah, others yeah. might have done the same, like, yeah, so. He is definitely one of our, our um, success stories, and it's, it's yeah, great to see. And it was great to see him coming back. Um, After when he started, aye, but he's really annoyed he can't make Ben a he because he's working that day. He's like, oh, for only sake, he's really annoyed because he can't come. But well, there's other days. There'll be other stuff coming up. There's other times. Brand new. Right, fantastic stuff, guys. Um, I think everything we spoke about today has been absolutely spot on and brand new, and I think a lot of guys will take something from that. So it's been great to have a blather about the great work. that you've, you're both doing and Ray and setting up Manchat and Stuart continuing to go along and support others so thank you for sharing your personal experiences um, and letting people know how they can get involved uh, I'm sure some of the listeners will find it very beneficial uh, so guys thank you very much for coming along today no, thanks, thanks oh, for thank, having you. thank you for having us it's been it's been great thank you no problem I've burned a lone sausage doing this so <laughs> That's in the oven. Oh, the small sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> At least the smoke alarm didn't go off. That's what happens when you take the batteries out of it. So. Oh, here we go. Like, uh... <laughs> no, but you're telling the remote works now, so it's fine. That's absolutely brand new, guys. And finally, if you are looking for more support or to attend a Manchat meeting in the future, then please reach out to Ray uh, at Manchat via the Facebook uh, Messenger page. There's also further support out there for people, uh, including the Suicide Prevention app, which is free to download and has some really great supportive resources within it and links to other local and national support groups. And there's another group called CAM. Uh, This stands for the Campaign Against Living Miserably. And they have a telephone helpline number open from 5pm every night. Uh, That number is 0800 58 58 58. So please, if you're looking for a bit of help, please reach out. Uh, there is there is help out there for you. And that's it for this episode, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. And until next time, please take care. Mm-hmm.